Outside, the first snow of the year was falling. A collection of melted snowflakes sparkled Emma's hair, and her hair was dusty pink from the November wind. You here alone? I asked. She cocked her head and offered a thin-lipped smile, bordering on a smirk that was beyond my ability to translate. I am, she said. Can I sit with you? Of course. I slid my notebook over but kept it open. I looked down and regretted most of my meal was done. I would sip the hell out of my water, making it last. You done with classes for the day? I shook my head. I have writing class at three. What kind of writing? Creative. She smiled and reached for one of the few remaining fries on my plate. In my 21-year-old mind, there was something almost sexual about her taking one of my fries without asking. My face got hot. Are you an English major? She asked. Only because I had to declare a major. Not sure if it's something I want to do with my life. Huh. Not like your roomies, then. Your life's not already planned out for you? I guess Coyote's been telling her about us, because Emma was dead on with that statement. If Jacob didn't drink his way to failure, liver and or business, he'd inevitably end up at law school, and then straight to his father's law firm. And all Derek ever wanted to do was teach, so it would be more academics for him, probably a PhD in European history, before settling in as a professor in some liberal arts college. Maybe even Wyland. Sometimes I envied the certainty of their futures. Other times I reveled in the fact that I had no clue what I would do after school. No, I answered. I'm currently without any kind of plan whatsoever. Kind of like Coyote. I tried not to think too much about the night he confessed to me his need to consume people. I wanted to dismiss it as narcissistic babble, but I knew it was more than that. It seems to me he could do just about anything he wanted, I said. Emma picked at her food. You know, he once told me there wasn't a single concept ever explained to him that he didn't fully grasp quite the ego. That's such an arrogant statement, I'm inclined to believe it's true. She considered this for a moment. Sometimes I think Coyote might not be the brilliant man we think he is. He just has to be a little smarter than us for it to appear that way. I never thought about it that way. She could be absolutely right. He'll probably stay in academics, she said. He likes the campus atmosphere. You ever think about grad school? I shrugged. Sometimes I think about getting a Master of Fine Arts. I like writing, and I'm not half bad at it, at least according to my professors. Maybe there's a future in it for me somewhere. Good for you, she said. She popped a baby carrot in her mouth and spun my open notebook around so it faced her. Working on something now? She surprised me with the move, and my chest tightened as I realized she was about to read the essay I was working on. My instinct was to grab the notebook away from her, which I think is the natural reaction for most creative writing students. But I didn't. I was powerless in front of this girl with three piercings in one ear and none in the other. It's, it's nothing. I finally mumbled. Can I read it? I hesitated, then nodded, wheeling the words on the page to rearrange themselves into something good. I'd been writing short stories ever since high school, and I believe my college application essay played a big part in why Wyland accepted me. I was a good writer, but not a great one, and being only good made me want to set myself on fire as Emma started reading my essay. I stared at my cooling food as I listened to her brain absorb my words. I'd been on the twelfth page of my story 
preferring to write longhand before putting the finished product into my Macintosh back at the apartment. Emma looped a strand of hair over her ear and looked up from the page after about a minute. Her irises were olive in the hazy sunlight filtering through the hundred-year-old cafeteria windows. Harden, this is really good. Thanks, I said. I mean it. You've got talent. If she was faking sincerity, I no longer cared. But I think she really meant it. It's for class, I said. Actually, Coyote inspired the idea. Really? What's it about? I thought back to the night with the two freshmen. The question Coyote asked the girl had such a malevolent overtone that it stuck in my head until it culminated with an idea for a story. All the major world religions were started when people really didn't know much about anything beyond their own land, I said. About other societies, about science, technology, medicine, 